Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 10th chapter. Now Jesus and his disciples went on their way. He entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Then tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. I think all of you had a really busy week this last week, right? You guys were all over the place because I saw you all. How many of you were at Camp Nawakwa? We have a couple Camp Nawakwas. How'd that go? Really liked it pretty well. You look like you got plenty of sun. <laughs> You're very sunburned. And um, last. How many of you were at Vacation Bible School? I wasn't. Yeah, you were. I saw you there all the time. So many people at Vacation Bible School. How'd that go? Great. great, great. How many of you were tired at the end of the week? Not you? See, it gets there. When you get older, you get more tired at the end of those weeks. But it was such a fun week, wasn't it? It was a lot of fun. Let me ask you a question. We'll get to you, okay? Okay. Let me ask you a question. When it's busy, when you're going uh, to new places, whether it's camp, whether you have new activities like Vacation Bible School, no matter what, when it's busy, do you think about God as much? You do? Great. Do you pray as often? Not really. Not really. Do you... If you do read the Bible, do you read the Bibles often? Mm. Yes and no. That same thing happens no matter what age you are. If you're very, very small and you get busy, things get out of whack. If you get very old and you get busy, things get out of whack too. Today's story uh, with Mary and Martha and Jesus is kind of about that. Busy weeks are really fun weeks, aren't they? They're fantastic and they're excellent and especially for Vacation Bible School and for Camp Nawakwa, keep doing those busy weeks. They're super, super good and super good for us uh, to connect with God. But when the weeks are busy, remember to pray. No matter what, remember to pray. Because, hi Timothy, because no matter what, no matter what, 
Can everybody look at my nose? You guys missed that. I came to Wakwa, didn't you? Having, having people look at your nose. No matter what, our life is about relating to God. And if anything distracts us from that, we're a little bit off the mark. And so when you went to church camp, you got to relate to God a lot, right? When you went to vacation Bible school, you got to hear about God a lot. But if you get busy and God stops being a part of that life, we need to do something differently. So, I've got a little challenge for you. And it's going to take about a week, and then I want to talk about it on Sunday. Next Sunday, okay? I want you to see if you can pray. Do you guys pray after meals? Yeah. Or before meals? Do you guys pray in the evening? Yeah. Yes? Do you guys pray in the morning? Not usually. Good. Okay. That's the one we're going to do. I want you guys to see if you can pray sometime in the morning every day between now and next Sunday. Now it can be right when you get up. It can be just before noon. Sometime in the morning though. Okay. And if you need help uh, remembering, you can ask your parents to help you remember. But every day between now and next week, I want to see if you can remember to pray. It doesn't have to be a long prayer. It can even be the Lord's Prayer. But remember to pray. Do you guys think you can at least try that? If you're not successful, that's okay. I just want you to attempt it. Sound good? Alright. Now we had a bunch of questions. Yes? What's the next Bible school going to be about? About? I don't know that yet. But I'm excited for it, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Did you have something, Jack? Mm -hmm. What was it? I know. I like your shirts. They're really cool. All right. Should we pray here at the end? All right. God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for finally gathering us all back together uh, when all of us were in different places doing wonderful things. We give you thanks for camp. We give you thanks for Vacation Bible School. We give you thanks for the people who run these places and volunteer at these places that we can go to them. As we gather back together and as we go through this next week, we ask that you would help us to remember to pray every day in the morning, that we might connect with you as we set out on our day, and you might follow us and lead us throughout it. Thank you for these things. Thank you for being with us. And we ask that you be with us now. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In, uh, in college, when I was uh, running competitively, I only had about a month worth of off-season uh, throughout the whole year. And so, 11 months out of the year, I was running in a very regimented way, but uh, I had about a month of off-season throughout the year. Um, I didn't really count the summer because we kind of had a regimen that we were supposed to be following. 
But the summer was a time where you kind of decided yourself whether you were going to do the workouts or not. A lot of my friends wanted to adjust the workouts. Most of the workouts were something like uh, run for Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, some easy runs. Tuesday and Thursday, you do some uh, repeats or interval training or whatever it was. Uh, Saturday was a long run. Sunday was a day of rest. And then you, you go through the cycle of varying degrees throughout the summer. A lot of my friends like to adjust it. Uh, one of my friends lifted all summer because he wanted to be stronger. He wanted his legs to be stronger. Uh, one of my friends swam all summer because it was great cardio and was better on the knees. Some of my friends biked all summer because, uh, well, you got to go far, look at different things. It was an adjustment. It was, it was less running. But when summer ended and you got back to campus, you could always tell who actually ran during the summer. Because the people who ran were in running shape. And the people who didn't were in great biking shape and lifting shape and, and, and swimming shape, but they weren't in great running shape. There wasn't a whole lot of substitute for actually running if you wanted to be in running shape. Today's text is kind of like that. Because with Mary and Martha and Jesus, it's a very short little text, and I'm, I know it's popular. It's popular because it's so short, and, and I know it's been preached a lot of different ways, and I'm just going to be one of many of them, but the thing about Mary and Martha is not that Martha was doing bad work and Mary was doing good work, obviously. Work has to get done at some point. We can't all just sit around. We have to work. Actually, what Jesus was calling Mary, uh, what Martha, calling Martha to do is what Mary was doing, which is paying attention to the moments when we work and the moments when we don't. Paying attention to the context of what we are to be at each moment. See, when Martha works, she's actually doing something very, very faithful, very, very important. She knows that she was put on this earth not to just kind of take up space, but that she has something to do in her community, in her household, in response to the God that's sitting right in front of her. And she decides to be a good hostess, to give a cup of cool water to the Lord when he is in front of her. And that's good work. She decides to be a good hostess in preparing a meal for him. She decides to be a good hostess in making a house available to him and to the people who are listening. All of that's great work. Mary decides something different. She decides that in that moment, when faced with Jesus, that she should take that opportunity to be with Jesus. If you're like me, it's easy to have this part of Mary seep into the rest of the parts of her life. Well, maybe she just sat and listened to anybody who entered. Maybe she just sat and listened to everyone who entered the house. Maybe she doesn't do a whole lot of work. Well, in other stories, we see Mary doing work. That's not the case. There's a time to be Martha, and there's a time to be Mary. And if we do it well, we'll be both. I think a great example of this in our lives that we just went through is Vacation Bible School. A long time ago, we did our work separately and well. And even up until recent years, we still had uh, congregations doing Vacation Bible School separately and well, and this year, for some reason, 
we decided to gather together as a number of congregations in the area and do Vacation Bible School together with Zion UCC and Trinity Lutheran and Trinity UCC and St. Paul and Benders and the Bendersville Parish. A whole lot of people gathered together. Now that takes a lot of work because it's not that none of us were doing these things on our own. It's not that none of us were doing these things well. But something caught the ear and the eye of so many of our leaders in the area noticing that God is calling us to do something more and more together. Whether it's worship or teaching or preaching. Whether it's outreach or vacation Bible school. If we were busy doing our very passionate passionate work. If we were too busy doing it to notice God's calling, this would have not have happened. I would have not worked with some of the best storytellers I've worked with in recent VBS history. People would not have seen the incredible gifts and ministries that each one of our congregations can bring to the table. People wouldn't have known the passion that happens in each one of our congregations towards youth, towards children, towards this really good event. If we were too busy working, we would have missed God in the midst of Vacation Bible School. But we didn't. Instead, we saw many, many children gathered together as one. We saw many, many congregations gathered together as one. We saw people united, not around congregational identity, but united around a Christian identity. The identity that we are the body of Christ together in this community. We saw something powerful. We saw something very, very good. And for a week we sat at the feet of it. Witnessing in our own preparation and work. And then witnessing in the children and the work of others. The powerful presence of God that moves and dwells with us from time to time. It was a great week. And I invite you to ask anyone who stood up earlier that volunteered or was a part of it, I invite you to ask any parent that was able to see it just what kind of week it was. It was incredible. As Christians, as the body of Christ, we have two callings. The first is to work. Our discipleship gives us plenty to do in this world. Our discipleship gives us moments of devotion that the children here will be working on for a whole week. And I invite you to do the same. Our discipleship gives us moments of engaging the world with our talents and with our needs. Our discipleship gives us moments of reflection upon God's word. Our discipleship gives us moments of orientation into who we are as baptized and called children of God. Our discipleship gives us work. But at its core, our discipleship gives us moments of pause. The work is part of our identity, but not the whole. The pausing is part of our identity and not the whole. Only when, the both, are held, only when both are held in balance with one another, where our hands and feet are acting as Christ in the world, and when our spirits and minds are occupied with sitting before God in regular and constant presence. 
that we begin to see the fullness of who Christ is in our life and in the life around us. We're called to work and we're called to sit. And neither one is to overwhelm the other. This week, I invite you to do the same task that I gave the kids. To open every morning in prayer. Many of us do already. Many of us don't. But I invite you at some point in your mornings to stand without anything else in your hands before God and give God a little bit of that time. It doesn't have to be a long time. It doesn't have to be an ornate prayer. But it has to be time for God. And we'll talk about it more next week. May God be with you and us as we sit before God in the midst of our good, God-given work. Thanks be to God for that. Amen.